Demolish the NCLEX with free prep courses at nrsngacademy.com. Hundreds of hours of HD video and dozens of cheat sheets. Never guess on an NCLEX question again. Free for life and available on any device. nrsngacademy.com is your ticket to our end. Start today at nrsngacademy.com. Okay, so when we talk about hepatitis, it's important to understand that not every case of hepatitis is going to be um, contagious, okay? We have viral hepatitis on the one side, but then we also have like alcoholic. We have alcoholic, we have autoimmune conditions that are going to cause hepatitis as well. So you have viral hepatitis and that's a big concern. That's what we're going to be tested about the most. But we also have patients that can develop hepatitis due to alcoholism or it might be an autoimmune response. Okay, so but basically when we talk hepatitis, we're talking inflammation of the liver. And again, the severity varies from very mild cases um, that are self-limiting with, with uh, the liver cell regeneration. Again, that's self-limiting, so you, you develop this liver inflammation, but then the uh, liver cells self-regenerate and you're fine, okay? But they can also range to very severe cases with hepatic necrosis and cell death within a very short time. Viral hepatitis is going to be the most common cause of hepatitis. We also have acute versus chronic, okay? So the chronic can develop over years and it can be very severe and the acute would be much less uh, uh, severe and maybe self-limiting, okay? So let's talk quickly though, um, well before we do that though, again I just really want you to understand that you have the alcoholics uh, and like the autoimmune causes, but there, there's also going to be the viral. And what we're, we'll talk about mostly is going to be viral because that's what we're going to see uh, being tested about. Uh, and that's what's going to be most commonly tested, and those are the types that can affect us as health workers. But there are um, these other cases that you will see a lot of in the hospital, especially you'll see a lot of alcoholics hepatitis, okay? Al uh, alcoholics that develop this hepatitis, and it can take years and years of slow progression until they start to see these symptoms. So hepatitis A, HAV. It's important to talk about hepatitis A because healthcare workers are at risk. Okay, one of the most common, well, the transmission of this is going to be fecal oral. Okay, and I remember what, what you're going to be tested about a lot of times with this are going to be like food workers. Okay, not washing their hands after going to the bathroom um, in like a restaurant setting or something like that where there's food handling would be a way that um, hepatitis A can be transmitted. So, person to person, and like I said, poor hand hygiene. Um, or not washing utensils well after being touched by someone who, who has it, etc. Fecal or route. doesn't mean that you're necessarily personally going to be touching um, the poop or anything like that, but if a food worker who may have hepatitis doesn't wash their hands well um, and then spreads it through there, you could end up being um, contracting it. So it's most contagious. It takes 10 to 14 days prior to onset of symptoms. That, that's what can be kind of hard about it is that you may not notice that you contracted it for 10 to 14 days, okay? And it is self-limiting. So the best prevention uh, with this is gonna be strict hand hygiene 
and then there actually is hepatitis A vaccine. So the hepatitis vaccine can help protect against a couple kinds of, of hepatitis A and B, but it's not gonna help against every kind of hepatitis. So that's why it's, it's important to understand that it can help, but it's not going to prevent every form of hepatitis. Hepatitis B, on the other hand, is going to be transmitted blood and body fluids, sexual contact, IV drugs, so healthcare workers are definitely at risk for this. The problem, the reason is, we're coming in contact with blood and body fluids all the time as healthcare workers, okay? So when you have a patient who is hepatitis, it's important to know that if they're hepatitis B, you need to take extreme precaution when, when dealing with the patient's um, blood. So you're drawing blood, you're starting IVs, um, you're giving medications, the patient's throwing up, um, whatever, we're in so much close contact with patients' blood and body fluids that it's important to understand that hepatitis B is transmitted via this route. Again, the best thing you can do is going to be hand hygiene and the HBV vaccine. And as healthcare workers, we need to exercise extreme precaution with needles and we need to screen. If we, if we have a needle stick uh, with a patient who is hep B positive, then we would need to um, get screened for that. And then safe sex practices, of course, because it is body fluids transmitted. Hepatitis C.